January 30th. Matthew chapter 20, verses 1 through 28. For the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of an estate who went out early one morning to hire workers for his vineyard. He agreed to pay the normal daily wage and sent them out to work. At nine o'clock in the morning, he was passing through the marketplace and saw some people standing around doing nothing. So he hired them, telling them he would pay them whatever was right at the end of the day. At noon, and again around three o'clock, he did the same thing. At five o'clock that evening, he was in town again and saw some more people standing around. He asked them, Why haven't you been working today? They replied, Because no one hired us. The owner of the estate told them, Then go on out and join the others in my vineyard. That evening he told the foreman to call the workers in and pay them, beginning with the last workers first. When those hired at five o'clock were paid, each received a full day's wage. When those hired earlier came to get their pay, they assumed they would receive more, but they too were paid a day's wage. When they received their pay, they protested. Those people worked only one hour, and yet you've paid them just as much as you paid us who worked all day in the scorching heat. He answered one of them, Friend, I haven't been unfair. Didn't you agree to work all day for the usual wage? Take it and go. I wanted to pay this last worker the same as you. Is it against the law for me to do what I want with my money? Should you be angry because I am kind? And so it is, that many who are first now will be last then, and those who are last now will be first then. As Jesus was on the way to Jerusalem, he took the twelve disciples aside privately and told them what was going to happen to him. When we get to Jerusalem, he said, the Son of Man will be betrayed to the leading priests and the teachers of religious law. They will sentence him to die. Then they will hand him over to the Romans to be mocked, whipped, and crucified. But on the third day he will be raised from the dead. Then the mother of James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus with her sons. She knelt respectfully to ask a favor. What is your request? he asked. She replied, In your kingdom, will you let my two sons sit in places of honor next to you, one at your right and the other at your left? But Jesus told them, You don't know what you are asking. Are you able to drink from the bitter cup of sorrow I am about to drink? Oh, yes, they replied. We are able. You will indeed drink from it, he told them. But I have no right to say who will sit on the thrones next to mine. My father has prepared those places for the ones he has chosen. When the ten other disciples heard what James and John had asked, they were indignant. But Jesus called them together and said, You know that in this world kings are tyrants, and officials lord it over the people beneath them. But among you it should be quite different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first must become your slave. For even I, the Son of Man, came here not to be served, but to serve others, and to give my life as a ransom for many.
This week's Bible meditation, Psalms 46.10. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Good morning, fellas. Um, My name is Anthony Ward. I'm in phase three. Um, I'd like to take a couple minutes and um, reflect on what um, phase three looked like for me and my struggles. I wish I could tell you, brothers, that phase three was um, rainbows and butterflies for me, but it was not. Uh, Phase three was my my most difficult phase thus far. So with that being said, if um, you got caught in the middle of the crossfire, my negative behaviors and my bad attitude, I apologize. That was not my intentions. So, phase, I came into phase three with this um, holier-than-thou syndrome, I like to call it. Um, phase one or two, you to talk to me, and maybe I even gave you some advice. I, I probably hit you with some smoke and mirrors and probably even threw a seventh principle at you. I'm thinking I knew what I was talking about, thought I had it going on. Um, So I come into phase three with this um, attitude and thinking I could walk on water. And I stepped into a mud puddle and I drowned it. I began to sink. So at the beginning of phase three, the ministry had encouraged me to um, confess my sins. See, Anthony has told a testimony throughout this ministry and um, it has been truthful but it hasn't been it's not all there there's some missing links so the ministry had reached out to me and encouraged me um, to confess my sins to my brothers and uh, me thinking I knew everything um, pride and it, it immediately kicked in and um, I, I can even remember using scripture to combat what the ministry wanted from me. Telling them, nah, I'm a new creation in Christ. That's not a thing. I've been been forgiven for my sins. Once again, thinking I knew something and I didn't know anything. So throughout phase three, a a real negative attitude started to manifest inside of me and I didn't know what was driving it. So the office had pulled me in and questioned me and asked me what was going on with me. And I said, I don't know that uh, uh, me and God was going through something that maybe uh, I'd get through in a couple days, I'd be all right. So again, um, in a few weeks, the, uh, the ministry, the, the, as my behavior became more wicked and, and my behaviors became more uh, erratic, uh, some of my brothers and um, uh, coordinators pulled me into the office and questioned me about my behaviors and said it was stuff that wasn't typical of me so um, I told him I didn't know what was going on I didn't know what was driving me but something very wicked was inside of me I didn't know what it was so the coordinators encouraged me to pray about it for God to reveal to me what was going on so I took this negative behavior home with me that weekend on a home visit so the next morning I went to the park and Anthony was going to run it out of him Um, So that morning I ran, I ran harder than I'd ever ran before in my life, trying to run from things like I do. When things get difficult, Anthony runs. 
So after running, it was still inside of me. So I sat down and I prayed and I asked God to reveal to me what was inside of me, what was driving me. And God simply said to me, Anthony, the truth will set you free. And I knew exactly what he, he was talking about. The same things the ministry encouraged me to talk about, I had become a slave to because I didn't trust my brothers to help me carry it. So that day I had to make a decision whether I was going to leave the ministry or I was going to continue on and I was going to face the music. I was going to allow my brothers to help me carry my sins. So I had work left to do here at this ministry and I made a commitment to God and I will be here until he releases me from that commitment, whenever that is and however that looks. So that day I chose some men that I trusted and I sat down and I confessed my sins and my secrets to them. That day God gave me freedom. There is freedom in the truth. I promise you that. He promises you that. So if you have something that you are hiding or that if you tuck deep down inside of you, I encourage you to find some brothers and talk to them about it. Do not take that home with you because you will become a slave to it. It will control you. Take this time at this process and allow God to work them things out of your heart. It is very important. And with that being said, I love you guys. God bless you. And if I could ever give you any advice, two things is follow Christ with your whole heart and read that book, man. That's how he speaks to us is in his word. Thank you. Psalm 25, verses 1 through 15, Psalm of David. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. I trust in you, my God. Do not let me be disgraced, or let my enemies rejoice in my defeat. No one who trusts in you will ever be disgraced. But disgrace comes to those who try to deceive others. Show me the path where I should walk, O Lord. Point out the right road for me to follow. Lead me by your truth and teach me, for you are the God who saves me. All day long I put my hope in you. Remember, O Lord, your unfailing love and compassion, which you have shown from long ages past. Forgive the rebellious sins of my youth. Look instead to the eyes of your unfailing love for you are merciful, O Lord. The Lord is good and does what is right. He shows the proper path to those who go astray. He leads the humble in what is right, teaching them His way. The Lord leads with unfailing love and faithfulness all those who keep His covenant and obey His decrees. For the honor of Your name, O Lord, forgive my many, many sins. Who are those who fear the Lord? He will show them the path they should choose. They will live in prosperity, and their children will inherit the promised land. Friendship with the Lord is reserved for those who fear Him. With them He shares the secrets of His covenant. My eyes are always looking to the Lord for help, for He alone can rescue me from the traps of my enemies. Proverbs chapter 6, verses 6 through 11. Take a lesson from the ants, you lazy bones. Learn from their ways and be wise. 
even though they have no prince, governor, or ruler to make them work, they labor hard all summer, gathering food for the winter. But you, lazy bones, how long will you sleep? When will you wake up? I want you to learn this lesson. A little extra sleep, a little more slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest. 